Hey, the following was filmed on Tuesday, but, you know, I had, I had stuff to do, so... What are you, you going to do about it? You want to fight me over my meatball sub? So you want to you wanna meatball sub me? I'll meatball sub you. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Hello, everybody. It's Tuesday. Terrible Tuesday. It's a day when things are terrible. And then we try and do voices, but we fail. So all the time, but especially on Tuesday. Especially on Tuesday. Yeah, Uh. so you had an assignment yesterday. I did. Did you watch it? I watched it, and it was great. Isn't it? Isn't so, it a wonderful movie? I love those kinds of movies. Okay, so, I like how they start out. It's like some guys, like, going to the theater for his experience, and they're describing his theater experience. But they He's use like, scenes to... from Wide-Eyed Shut? Or Wide-Eyed... <laughs> yeah. Eyes Wide... Wide-Eyed Shut? That sounds like... <laughs> Wide-Eyed Shut. That sounds like an 80s band. Uh, <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut, sorry, to, like, show him. So you know this guy is, like... Some hideously deformed hunchback, but he's like Tom Cruise in the movie. He's like, yeah. I went to the theater that day. And it's just Tom Cruise like watching movies, <laughs> and he's like, I sat down in the theater, and when I was watching this movie, I was so into it. I was leaning forward in my chair, my seat. I was leaning so for forward in my seat that I was holding on to the handrails, and I almost fell off. I was like, You did not. This guy fall was so excited chair. to see this movie, but <laughs> but that's when. That's when you find out that, this, that the movie you're watching, Room 237, is nuts. Because the guy's like, that's when I noticed it. The cans of corn behind him or whatever it was. Like, they had Indians on them. And they were in he's every like, scene. And he's like, this movie, it's about Native Americans. It's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, you look at the poster. The poster says, like, the biggest horror movie across America or something. He's like, that didn't make any sense. It wasn't a horror movie, and it surely wasn't across America. And then he's like, but... oh my god, it's Native <laughs> Americans. It's about us killing Native Americans. It is wonderful. <laughs> and then it goes, what was the next? The next one was the Germany guy. Yeah, he's like, don't you know that the whole movie is about, it's like Schindler's List. Like, apparently, yeah, apparently. Typewriter. Yeah, apparently he wanted to do, Kubrick wanted to do a Schindler's List movie, but they wouldn't let him. So he made this his Schindler's List movie, but it makes no sense. Like, these people are crazy. They're crazy yeah. people. He's like, if you look, it's a German typewriter. I know Kubrick. He was like my best friend. And I know he would do that. He's a German typewriter. Um, don't you understand? <laughs> and then they start. He's like, and then if you room 237, don't you get You multiply 2 and 3, you get 6. You multiply 6 and 7, you get 42. 1942, that's the year. That's the year World War II. Bam. The guy, the guy was making all sorts of sense. My favorite one, the one that I liked the most, was that one woman who wasn't saying it was anything. Like, she didn't say it was anything. She just like, this movie doesn't make sense. Like, she was the one sane person. She was like, look, this movie doesn't make sense. There's things that happen in it that can't, that, that physically cannot happen on a set, yet they happen. I don't know if she was saying that Kubrick wasn't, like, some magician alien creature, but she was saying that he had the power to make things not. She's like, the boy moves. 
from one side of the set to the other without a cut. How is that possible? Yeah. How is that possible? It's like, I don't, what are you implying? Like Kubrick is the <laughs> devil. <laughs> what was that one lady with the minotaur? She's like, the oh, ski poster. Yes. I just realized <laughs> it was a minotaur. I'm like, that doesn't look like a minotaur. <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> There's this one scene they keep replaying because it has posters in the background. And they're all, like, mm. weird. Like, the one guy who says it's Indian-related, he's like, oh, well, they're all Indian posters. And the one guy who says it's Germany-related, he's like, well, they're all Germany posters. But this one woman's like, what I didn't notice was that that man skiing was actually a minotaur. We're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, oh, my God. It makes – that was a retarded theory. And then – No, but but, uh, but her theory was it, it was a maze. Like, the whole movie was supposed to be a maze. That got yeah. more and more confusing the further you went in, and that's why he put a maze, like a physical maze, in the movie, and why there was Minotaur symbology or whatever throughout the entire movie. Yeah. So, like, you have to fight the Minotaur to get out of the movie. It's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> it's like the maze theory I thought was, like, good. It's like the equivalent of, like, the levels of the different levels of, like, insanity. Right, and that's what they were talking about. Like, like, like each character has their own level of of insanity so there's the boy who his path is a straight path he goes around like when he rides his bike that's how they explained it he rides his little bike in a in a square around the building and it's a one shot without a cut so that's his level of sanity and then there's the other level of of i guess insanity where his mother it's him riding his bike but he goes from like point a to point b like magically without a cut and that's supposed to symbolize his mother being like two different people and then mm-hmm. the highest level is his dad's complete insanity where, like, the path he takes over, like, goes over things that didn't exist before. And, like, they, <laughs> yeah. like it's nonsense. I was like, God, this movie's so good. That's like where, the, or the, where he goes to the office and there's the window. But the window isn't actually a window because, like, behind there is, like, the building still. Yeah, like, that was, that was kind of cool. Like, I don't know what that is supposed to mean, mind you. It could just be, like, they were like, hey, let's put a window there. Because it would be stupid just to have a guy in a weird office without a window. But, (laughs) you know, it could have been a set. Like, they could have went to an indoor set. I mean, that's thing, too. And just it could be a movie mistake. But in one scene, uh, Jack Nicholson's character goes into the office of the guy who owns the, the hotel. And the office is in the middle of the hotel, surrounded by, like, building parts. Like, there's no way this could exist. But when he goes in the office, there's a window. And there's, like, trees and stuff outside. And it's like, that could not happen. Because the lady, she's all like, no, the window can't be there. Because I watched the movie 200,000 times, and I I backtraced the maps. She, yeah, and... they have, like, a website that has, like, detailed maps of this of this building. Because I backtraced it! And so... <laughs> Wait, what? Uh... <laughs> what? Because I backtraced it! Do you have... Do you... I have a feeling everything you say now is going to be... I, I can't let you talk. Because everything you say is going to be a preempt for you to use one of those. That'll be me in, like, ten years. <laughs> I'll be like Stephen Hawking, it. but I can still talk. I just choose not to. Because I backtraced it. <laughs> because I backtraced it. <laughs> because no. I backtraced it. <laughs> this lady backtraced, like, the whole building. Because and... she backtraced it. <laughs> <laughs> and 
she's like, I figured out that that window cannot be there. And then there was the subliminal messaging guy, and he was like, if you look at the one scene, you'll see right when they shake hands, it looks like he has a raging boner. Yes, that that was actually kind of funny. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> he goes to meet his boss in this one scene, and I guess the pen box on his desk lines up perfectly with his crotch. And so when they shake hands, it looks like the dude has like a giant, like it's the exact same color as his pants too. So it looks like he has a giant boner. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, Cooper is just like, let's make this guy have a giant boner. <laughs> Probably. And then that guy was just had like a bunch of subliminal things. Like, you can see it in my new movie, but I'll give you one more. Oh, yeah. The then... guy who's like shilling out his own movie in a movie. Yeah. What a bastard. He's like, I'll give you one more, though. And he's like, once Stanley Kubrick's name rolls off the credits, you can see his face in the clouds. I did not see his face at all. All I saw were clouds. I'm sorry. There was, like, usually, if you watch this Disney movie, and during this one scene you can hear Robin Williams say, all good little kids to take off their clothes or whatever it is, or in Little Mermaid where there's a penis in the uh, stained glass or whatever, right? Yeah. Things like that. You can go and you can physically see them. Like, this is mm-hmm. a guy who's like, yeah, there's the, in the cloud, there's, there's you know, Stanley Kubrick's face. Like, no, those are clouds. Yeah, he doesn't even, like, point it out. He's just like, eh, you can, if you're lucky, you can see it. Watch my movie. Yeah, I was waiting for the arrow or something to appear. There was nothing. Yeah. Nothing appeared to show you where it was. So I'm, like, scanning the clouds. Like, I don't see him at all. It's just, uh. And then, of course, there's the uh. guy who was like, watch it forwards and backwards, which was the best. That was amazing. That, I think, that, I think like... is the answer. I think that's, because that lined up perfectly. It did. Like, it wasn't even, like, a convi- like a convenience thing. Like, oh, it happened, like, a couple times. It's like a coincidence. It's like, it lined up for a lot of things. Which is pretty amazing. So I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And how the beginning <laughs> and, the and the end has, are the like, same. has, like, a 200 IQ. So, yeah. I mean, he could do that. I, I feel like, uh, yeah, 200 IQ person, that's what they would end up with. Like, a movie you could watch forward and backwards. And then, at <laughs> yeah. the same time, he's like, yeah, I guess that's what I'll do. I don't, I don't feel... I feel like if I had a 200 IQ, I would mess with people just so they'd make a movie like this. <laughs> he was probably like, I wonder how many different types of, like, themes I can fit in this to confuse people. Well, because he kept, like, removing things from the set and then, like, changing things. And so people... <laughs> yeah. I imagine he's was just crazy. And he was like, we don't need yeah. the chair in the scene anymore. But, like, but Stanley, uh, the chair was in the... Just take it out. Like, okay. <laughs> I feel like there's a, there's a few things. Either one... He's a genius, and he was able to incorporate all these theories into the movie and make it playable forwards and backwards. Uh-huh. Uh, two, he only meant for one of those theories, and the other stuff is just, like, randomly in there, and he's like, oh, yeah, I don't freaking know. And then uh-huh. third, uh, it's all crazy, and he didn't mean any of it. He just really liked Native Americans and Minotaurs and <laughs> Germans. He was like, you know what I want in my movie? A skiing minotaur. <laughs> They're just like, that makes no sense. He's like, just get the damn minotaur. Stanley, we haven't found a painting of a minotaur <laughs> skiing down a mountain. He's like, damn it. Get me an artist. <laughs> they just hired some dude to make it. I imagine this entire movie <laughs> was created. So that he can have a picture of a Minotaur skiing down the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> like, Stanley, you can do it for much cheaper. He's like, no, it's all part of the vision. 
Ain't nobody got time for that. This thing is wonderful. It's only going to improve the show, I think. <laughs> yep. And uh, that was the movie. All right, well, it's, good. It was great. Okay, I think it's time we move on to Chop the Cops of the Sky, the Grandor. Grandor, how's that traffic out there? Traffic today is looking good. I haven't flown the helicopter in a while, so it's kind of just freaking out right now. I'm trying to get used to the controls, but uh, I don't know. I'm spending most of my time on these controls, and then I don't even... Uh, 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 the engine! Oh, uh, the engine's gonna just Oh, Crendor's dead. That is, that is awful. Now back to Crendor. Crendor, what is going on in the weather today? Uh, the weather today is looking pretty great, if you had to ask me. <laughs> uh-huh, well, I am asking you, so. There's an earthquake in Iran, Pakistan of 7.8. In Iran, Pakistan? Iran, Pakistan. And... Uh, that is in Wisconsin, for people who don't know. <laughs> and then we're going to head on down to Yardley, Pennsylvania. Oh. Yardley, Pennsylvania. In Yardley today, it's 71 degrees, and they got Whoa, 71 zero degrees? Inch. Yeah. Damn, Yardley? Yeah. That's impressive. Yardley is... You could go out in your yard today, Yardley. Boo! Where's your boo? Boo! Uh, oh, I see how it is. You can't even boo yourself. Because I backtraced it! <laughs> oh my god! That is my new favorite thing. Because I backtraced it! That's from the guy that was like, you done goofed. I love it. Because I backtraced it! <laughs> oh There's also an ad. That says, why men want more free testosterone, and it shows a woman in a park, like, thinking. What? Yeah. She's thinking, so she's vulnerable. I need my testosterone. <laughs> Club she, over she, the like, head. have the testosterone? She, I, I think she's thinking about how she used to be getting some. I mm. feel like testosterone, pills and supplements that you see on TV, are basically saying, like, hey, old man, are you not able to satisfy your woman anymore? Here, have this. <laughs> That's, that is, 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 is a subtler way of saying stay manly without taking Viagra. But you may get a lot of problems. I feel like this is all the baby boomers' fault. I'm going to say it. Baby boomers, you're screwing things up for us. All the commercials, because there's so many of you, because America's filled with people who are now like 40 plus. There's so many mm -hmm. of you that all of you are causing us to have to watch your dumbass commercials that are like, my body is getting old. And rather than rather than let that happen like everyone has for life in existence, I'm going to complain over it and take my low T supplement. And oh look, I'm a woman. I'm gonna get plastic surgery and have my boobs lifted. By the way, all good things. Congratulations, science. Congratulations, that's, science. That took a weird turn. The more I thought about it as I was complaining, I was like, you know what? I'd rather have high tea, whatever that is. I mean, I, I enjoy the facelifts and the boobs. So, you know what, science? You're doing good. Screw it. Fatality. <laughs> technology. No, it's fatality. Oh, wait, was it? I thought it said technology. World combat. I thought it said... I thought it said technology. <laughs> I don't even understand what fatality means in that situation. I think I got a pit bull one too. 
What? Yatusabe. I don't know what he... What is he saying? I don't know what that means. What is he but saying? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to look this up right now. Yakusabe? Yakusabe. It's from some guy, and it means you already know. Oh, it's from Daddy Yankee. That's not even Pitbull. It's not even Pit. These were the OGs before Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> Yakusabe. Yatusabe. Oh, it's Yatu, not Yaku. Yatu. Oh, so ya oh yeah, you. All right, so okay, all right. I prefer Q. Today we're learning how to speak the Cuban language or Spanish, as it's commonly known. <laughs> F. This is what we got in Spanish. All right, so that <laughs> I didn't even get an F because I dropped out of it. True story. <laughs> America, educating our youth. All right, now th I guess that's weather. So that's the thing. Yeah. Now let's go over to the sports desk. Crendor, what is happening in sports? Uh, the NFL will release the full 2013 schedule on Thursday, and uh... oh, did you see that one guy? Uh, the YouTube dude got picked up for his kicking. I don't know oh, what yeah, team grabbed the him. The kicker guy got signed by the Lions. Oh, God. Well, have fun in Detroit. <laughs> if there's any team that needed a player that could do things, it's the Lions. So, yeah, there's this guy on YouTube who, like, has amazing kicks. He got them kicks. And, yep. and not shoes for you streetwise youth. Kicks, <laughs> as in, like, kicking ability. And, and nobody wanted to sign him. And then the Lions were like, you know what? We're really bad. We could use the we press. we could use anyone. To get us tickets that are bought by people and, <laughs> and not wild dogs. <laughs> <laughs> their, sta their stadium <laughs> is filled with wild dogs every game that are just waiting for players to die of exhaustion. They're like, <laughs> they're just all just barking during the game. The security's like, shut up, shut up. And then they just like devour him. <laughs> He's like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> the hot dog vendors wear like full body outfits. Get hot dogs here, they just get mauled. <laughs> That's a high turnover rate for that job. Uh. Uh, the beer guys the beer guys are like, why are we getting them drunk? Why god <laughs> Now they're drunk roving bands of, of dogs, wild dogs. <laughs> it's like Tokyo Jungle, it's just that's the Detroit Lions Stadium. It's just it's abandoned. Just There's like trees and shit There's growing. animals eating other animals. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, then there's the one fan and his wife that have the season tickets. And they've had them since like 1936. <laughs> and they're like, like we ain't moving. Detroit Lions. <laughs> the wife's like, maybe we should go get another Saints Herald. He's like, we ain't moving. And there's like wolves staring at him like... <laughs> He's like, shut it, wolves. Get me a beer. <laughs> and the wolves like, arr, arr. That's a true American right there. <laughs> shut it, wolves. Get me a beer. <laughs> but then it cuts to, like, his face, and then a single tear drips down because he hasn't seen the Detroit Lions win, and the reality just hit him, and it's just like... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What did I say? I said you would come up with dumb reasons to play your stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> you set that entire thing up just for that. And it was a perfect setup. It was like tennis. I served it so perfectly. Fatality. <laughs> Fatality. Oh, I'm sorry. Technology. I consider that a victory. You freaking bastard. <laughs> That's sports. All right, now let's go on to our big news story of the day. What is happening in the news? Got an awesome story. 27 science fictions that became science facts in 2012. 27? Oh my god. 27 science fictions? Mm-hmm. I like how that's... Those science fictions! <laughs> There's 27 of them in there, huh? And they happened in 2012. What are they? Let's go through these. Actually, let's just go through the best ones, because 27 is a lot. Number one is... Quadriplegic uses her mind to control her robotic arm. Yes, I saw that. That is the coolest thing. I got no hate. Science, you've done good. All you've that means good, is science. that in the future, I can have brain powers. <laughs> you have brain powers in the future. <laughs> Currently, I don't have any brain powers, but in the future. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I meant. It's like yes. telekinesis is what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's brain powers. <laughs> brain powers. Uh, number two, DARPA robot can traverse an obstacle course. Oh, is that that one crazy robot where you, like, kick it? Like, beat the crap out of it and it, like, stumbles but gets back up? Because that thing is badass. Also, apparently, uh, conspiracy people think DARPA's evil. So, stop being oh. evil, DARPA. <laughs> He looks like he's just a robot that has, like, human legs and robot arms. What? <laughs> That's what he looks like. Once the robot figures out how to do that without all the wires, humanity is doomed. DARPA was also hard at work this year making robots do track humans and run as fast as a cheetah. Well, we're screwed. <laughs> we are. We had, a good, we had a good run, humanity, but our time is over. I, for one, welcome yep. our new robot overlords. I do as well. Yes. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. We know you're responsible for it. Winter is coming. <laughs> that literally makes no sense in, in the frame of what we're talking about. Because it's like the robot overlords are coming. Why does that be winter? There's still going to be summer. Because it's Game of Thrones. All right. Okay. <laughs> You've convinced me. To explain all these subtle things that you don't have the brain power for. <laughs> in the future, I will, though. <laughs> it's true. Number three is genetically modified silk is stronger than steel. Uh, that means that's... you can have a dress, and people try to, like, hit the dress, and it'll just be like, clang. You know what that means, Batman. Batman! We can, we can finally a have a Batman. A real Batman. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. But we're going to have, like, a hundred Batmans. The, oh, man, if we have, like, a superhero era, like a legit... Because <gasps> then they can use their telekinetic powers with their silk Whoa. dresses. Oh my god. Whoa. Superhero ladies. I'm just saying. <laughs> I've read comics. Like, if you're a woman and you're a superhero, you always have like size triple Z boobs. Your body makes no sense. Your waist <laughs> is like the size of this bottle cap I have. And <laughs> and you've got you like. Just, you just have like a giant bottle cap. You have like 12, 12 foot long legs. <laughs> Look, superhero women, I can't wait for you to exist. 
Get on that science. Well, they're on it already. Oh, shit. Uh, number four, DNA was photographed for the first time. Really? Using look- an electron microscope, Enzo Di Fabrizio and his team at the Italian Institute of Technology that's, in Genoa. That sounds like, sounds like a character from Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Enzo Di Fabrizio. I'm telling you. Sounds like a guy that would make, like, Febreze. What? Because it's like Fabrizio. Febreze. I love how that's what you got out of that. <laughs> he makes Febreze. <laughs> I mean, he'd name it after his name. Number five. What is that damn sound effect? I'm trace. I'm back traced it. <laughs> oh. Because I back traced it. Exactly. <laughs> because I back traced it. He's from Breeze. All right. Next. Spray on skin. So for like burn victims. Dude, that's if- like at the end of Empire Strikes Back. When they put the skin. Yeah. When they put the skin on his robot arm. Yeah, dude. Dude, actually, no, it's it's not at all, actually. Shit. (laughs) What movie is the one where he sprays on, he has a robot arm and he sprays on the spray for his skin? What is that? Terminator? Is it Terminator? I don't know. It's, look, it's a side, one of these days when my brain power activates, we'll figure this out. (laughs) We will. Be a great day. A great and Uh, terrible day. (laughs) I backtraced that. Because I backtraced it. <laughs> That's not gonna get old at <laughs> all. Uh, James Cameron reached the deepest known point in the ocean. So basically, money, money bought him money a spot on that thing. Really, he accompli- yes. he accomplished nothing. He's <laughs> like, I got really far in the ocean. That's that's it. Good job, James. Good job. No, it's just Chuck Testa. <laughs> <laughs> Just Chuck Tester. In, in the bottom of the ocean. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I found something horrible. It looks like a horrible creature at the bottom of the No, just Chuck Tester. That would be the greatest thing to ever happen. He just in pops up. He's like, What's up, James Cameron? It's me, Chuck nope. Tester. He's like, Oh, is that an undiscovered creature? Nope, just Chuck Tester. He's just whittling. He's whittling down there, like, I'm making, I'm making a. Catfish. Making <laughs> a catfish. <laughs> I just picture him like carving a real catfish and then it just like floats away. <laughs> like, there you go, catfish. Chuck Festa. <laughs> cells could extend human life by over 100 years yes that's the kind of news i want to hear look look science let me live till 22 22 what is that you're 2200 i think you're past 22 you know what i mean i was gonna say the 22nd century but it'd be 23rd let me see the year 2200 i want to see that look can you imagine the shit that's gonna happen in 200 years oh my god i want robot sex slaves I want, 
Look, my need, my needs aren't that many. I want flying cars and I want spaceships so I can store my flying car, my robot sex slave, <laughs> I fly through space. That's all he wants. That's all I want. <laughs> it's not a complicated man. That's it. Uh, but I imagine, I imagine when I get there, because it's gonna happen. I imagine when I get there. Mm. What's going to happen is it's going to be a weird, twisted reality where the only robot sex slaves are like Rosie from the Jetsons. She's <laughs> like, I've come to pleasure you, Mr. J. Like, no! It's the Inception noise. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. That's the future. That's what that is. That'll, like, literally play when you say that. <laughs> no! <laughs> 3D printer creates full-size houses in one session. How does it create the parts? It, it, it um, can't create the house. Yeah, it creates the parts. I'm about to say, like, you gotta be a giant ass printer. Although, yeah, but, wouldn't it make sense to create the like if the house was all one piece? Yeah. Then it would be using nothing but sand and inorganic binding to compound. The resulting material has the same durability as reinforced concrete with the look of marble. Wow. Hmm. That's awesome. Dude, 3D printing is going to be the best. When they get that worked it out is. for everything, oh, my God. I saw one guy 3D print a wrench, and it was Ooh. a wrench that was, like, the li- you know how you can turn the, like, screw bits in the middle so you can make the mouth wider or smaller? Like, that worked. Yeah. Like, that part worked. And when he hit it on stuff, it didn't break because it was, like, he said it's as strong as metal. I was like, this is the best. We are in the future, people. Well, I'm very close to operating with full brain power. Very close. Because I backtraced it! Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, self-driving cars are legal in Nevada, Florida, and California. Yeah, but do they exist? Like, you can't say, oh yeah, they're legal, but not have them. <laughs> well, it's Google that started test driving. Oh, well, Google's going to own the world. Google's going to be that company that, that is in the future on all those signs like the big pyramid buildings in all the future tech cities that you see in movies that have like Oscorp and Dinocorp it's gonna just be like Google that's our future get ready <laughs> it is it's practically here already and I welcome Google I welcome our Google overlords <laughs> yeah I mean we won't have to drive anymore the car will drive for us it's like having your own personal driver your personal robot sex slave driver <laughs> there you go Look, I'm, impli- uh, I'm implying in the future I want to be able to bang my car. Is that a possibility? Probably. Sure thing, Mr. J. No! <laughs> and finally, Microsoft patented the holodeck. Microsoft Are we going to get one? Su- they want to take gaming beyond a single screen. Oh my god, are we going to get a holodeck? Turn it into an immersive experience. Are we going to get a holodeck? Look. I will forego owning a robot sex slave if I have a holodeck. Well, Microsoft's idea of a holodeck is beaming images all over the room, accounting for things like furniture and bending the graphics around them to create a seamless environment. But I feel like that's just going to be like a projector then. Yeah, but eventually we might get a holodeck, which means, follow me here, what Mm. if it's like every time Commander Riker goes in the holodeck and he just ends up banging chicks? (laughs) <laughs> That's you make a valid point. Thank you. I, I feel like I feel like I do. Look, look, I've backtraced it. 
Exactly. <laughs> My favorite part about that is he goes, "Cause I back traced it." Like yeah, don't. <laughs> he didn't back trace it. He back traced it. <laughs> <laughs> he even has a cyber police one. And you'll be reported to the cyber police. <laughs> the cyber police are coming for you. Because <laughs> I back traced it. <laughs> This is going to happen because of this episode. It is. All right, guys. That's it. We are done. Thank you so We're much for, for listening. And we'll be back with some more Cox and Crendor in the morning. To be continued. <laughs>